Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Friday. Glad to have you on board. Got the Traeger grills fired up. Got a poll question. Play of the day. A couple of stats of the day. We'll check in with our good friend Chris Haynes, who's done an unbelievable job reporting on the NBA from the bubble. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on the program. Phone calls, always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to our TV partners. We are on Peacock. This is the last day we're on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Then it shifts over to Peacock officially on Monday. And uh, our 362 radio affiliates around the country, we say good morning to them as well, the folks on Chat Row. Uh, the uh, next great podcast, I've been talking about this contest, and I came up with the idea a couple of months ago because I thought with people dealing with the pandemic and a lot of time at home being quarantined, and if you had that idea and you just want somebody to listen to your idea for a podcast, and I got together with iHeartRadio and I said, can we do something like this? Well, we have 1,100 entries so far Paul's didn't make it now it was kind of specific and I realized it was you but your name wasn't attached to your podcast idea yeah it was one hour a week of me recapping game by game of Walter Payton's career with Rush music playing in the background yeah very niche yeah (laughs) but I mean there's a market for it somewhere there is Canadian Walter Payton fans small group Uh, next great podcast you have until the end of the month to get your uh, entry in and then we're going to select up to 10 semifinalists. 
and give you $1,000 each to produce a pilot episode, and then people are going to vote on this on the iHeartRadio platforms, and we'll come up with the next great podcast. There are so many to choose from. Just going through 45 of them yesterday and trying to narrow it down. So many great ideas, not just sports, okay? It's what you think would be a great podcast. It's your chance, and I'm going into business with the winner. Nextgreatpodcast.com. Uh, a couple of things, uh, obviously, with no basketball yesterday, no basketball today. Uh, NFL teams canceling practices. The NFL season 13 days away. College football starts tomorrow. Austin P and Central Arkansas. I'm actually looking forward to this because I think it's going to be a good game. These are good teams in the FCS. They're ranked teams, and I look forward to it. No NBA games, full slate of uh, Major League Baseball Coming up, you know, it's hard to imagine the NFL season sneaking up on anyone, but it really feels like it has. We're less than two weeks away. Two weeks from now, we're recapping what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs and Houston Texans. If all goes as scheduled, a lot of people put a lot of work into fantasy teams. I don't think we've had that buzz yet this year, but with no preseason, everything else going on, simply no buzz. Also, NFL reporters can't get into these camps and tell us about some of the battles or some of the players that are emerging. Hey, keep an eye on this rookie. Keep an eye on this second-year player or a free agent. Draft pick, you know, late-round draft pick. You know, the league's done a nice job with health and safety. And I want to point this out because if it was the other way, people would be screaming from the mountains. The NFL confirms zero positive COVID test among players from August 12th through the 20th. So we're 13 days from the season, and from what I'm being told, the Jaguars offensive tackle Ryan Pope is now the only NFL player on the league's COVID-19 reserve list. That's from Adam Schefter. But the league has done a great job, and hopefully that continues during the regular season. As my source told me, it's not the beginning you should be worried about. It'd be midway through the season. How are players going to act, react? Are they going to stay responsible? Because that's really going to be the key. Players will be at a higher risk of suffering soft tissue injuries as well because you don't have the same kind of workouts. You didn't have preseason games as well. So there's a lot going on here. And usually the NFL's opening night is a celebration. Uh, This year with the league, you're probably going to walk a fine line between excitement and just the gravity of what's going on in uh, in the world, in society. But for all fans, it's a big deal. All of our lives have been turned upside down and Sports coming back reestablishes some normalcy. The NFL Sundays will certainly be a comfort to many right now, and we look forward to that. This program brought to you by the great folks at LegalZoom. You need to make it legal, make it LegalZoom.com. You don't have to leave your home. They're not a law firm. That's a good thing. They don't bill you by the hour. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Didn't have a poll question yesterday. I didn't think it was an appropriate time. But today, McLovin, do you have a poll question or a couple of suggestions for us? Yeah, a couple of suggestions. Start with a light one. Which feels weirder, that the NFL starts in 13 days or that the MLB trade deadline is Monday? <laughs> Which signifies, like, this is the side if you're in or all in or not, I guess? Uh, I think having basketball now is kind of strange. I mean, it's fall. Fall basketball is still kind of strange. Um, I would say the trade deadline because I wasn't aware that the trade deadline was on Monday until somebody said, Hey, do you think such and such is going to be traded? And I go, 
when's the trade deadline? And this baseball writer said, Monday. Like, don't you know? Of course, it's Monday. Yes, McLovin. So are we in, like, the, the home stretch of the baseball season? Is it, Are these games, like, playoff impact right now? Does anyone really understand who's going to the playoffs for Major League Baseball? I don't know how you get all these games in. That, that's been my biggest concern, my biggest discussion point, my biggest argument is I don't know how you can say to these teams, you got to play, like, uh, seven double headers in the next ten days. I just don't know where you're getting all your pitching. But I think that that is... As I've said from the outset, this commissioner just wants to get through the regular season. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Just get to the regular season. Get to the playoffs where these owners can get a little bit of this money back. Um, That's all he wants. We're expanding to 16 teams. Just get there. I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Yeah, Paul. Dan, if you go to MLB.com, they have the baseball standings. And what you could always do is look... They have a thing, percentage, percentage chance your team makes the postseason as of right now based on analytics, how many games left, et cetera. So, for example, the Oakland A's and Houston Astros are, the A's are a 99.9% chance to make the playoffs. The Astros are 97.1. The Los Angeles Angels are 4.7% chance to make this, the world the, the postseason. And then it goes there. But it's, it's, the line of demarcation is huge because of the expanded playoffs. Everyone's either over 90 or under 10%. What about my Padres? Your Padres right now, checking, checking. They're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, 93.9% chance. Heck yes. Yes, McLovin. I don't think anyone knows how they pick the 16 teams. Oh, I know. I don't either. I don't I'll tell you right now, I'm just reading it. All uh, The first and second place team in every division get in, and then the seventh and eighth team will be chosen by the best record among the other teams. Excuse me. So, yeah, it's not even the top eight teams like the NBA. They take the top two in each division, and but then is there's it two based, wild cards. based off winning percentage? Yeah, I guess. But don't you have to play as – I don't know. I guess there's a certain number of games you have to play to qualify for the playoffs. Sure. That's what I would hope. Yes, Todd. Now, the Cardinals are 11-11. and 11, The Phillies are 12-14. and 14. Are you all in? What do you do with the trade deadline? You're a 500 team. You're a little below 500. You haven't even played 25 games. Well, you might make a trade that's going to help you, like trade for some pitching because you're going to need it with all these double headers if you're the St. Louis Cardinals there. Uh, what else do you have today, McLevin? Okay, a serious question about the NBA. Um, do you feel what happens on the court for the rest of the NBA playoffs is less important now after what just happened? Well, I think with what's happened the last couple of days, my source last night or uh, two nights ago was the one who was telling me because he represents some of the players in the bubble. And I talked to him again yesterday afternoon. And he said, you know, the key for you to mention to your audience is the end game. The players are looking at what is the end game? We did this. Now what's it mean? What is the end game? Because now everybody's going, okay, so you boycotted some games for what? And I was told it's to refocus, hit the reset button on what is going on, what is at stake for these players, and really what they're trying to do in the bubble that is reacting to what's going on outside the bubble. So the end game was really important to stress that. And that talking LeBron back in to the bubble, because it felt like he was one foot in, one foot out, and that was a big issue. But Chris Haynes had all the details, but the source that I talked to last night, he said the end game is what they wanted. They wanted to have something that is 15, 20, 25 years from now. We look back on this moment. I don't know how history is going to look back on this moment. 
But the players are concerned that this isn't just something now. Hey, just placate us now. Hey, just get this done now. This is about where are we going to be for the next generation of basketball players. So that was the information I got yesterday afternoon. But my source stressed the end game. Okay, what did we accomplish here? And this was a concern. This was a concern by players, by the owners, by agents. What did you accomplish here? What do you want to accomplish here? And I think that's still to be decided. But uh, Chris Haynes will have more details on what was going on. But I think that I think we were pretty close to not having a basketball season. I really do. And it feels like we, you know, with LeBron and Kawhi, the Clippers and the Lakers, certainly the Lakers. And then uh, I asked the question to my source: If LeBron had left the bubble, dot dot dot, and he said, "I think you would have a show of solidarity for LeBron." And we probably wouldn't have continued the season. So that was just one source who said that because LeBron is the face. And I think LeBron James has taken on a, an awful lot. And then you're still trying to play quality basketball and win a championship here. Yes, McLovin. That was sort of my question. Like, I was talking with a backroom guy. What if the Mavs beat the Clippers now? Everyone would be like, well, the Clippers were distracted. And also, like, how is LeBron going to possibly focus enough to win a championship now because he's got so much extra stress on him. Uh, is that a worry that the basketball will be, be affected by all this? I don't, I don't know how they refocus because, you know, the, you, the Lakers were playing so well and then the pandemic hit. And then all of a sudden there was this long layoff and then everybody coming back and it wasn't great basketball. We've had glimpses of really good basketball, but it's been okay. It's like a glorified summer league at times. And now, after two or three days, and you're probably going to have basketball back on Saturday, I don't, I don't know where everybody's head is. I mean, Paul George came out and said, look, I, I get depressed in here. You know, it's, you're, you're, there's a movie, The Truman Show, with Jim Carrey. Wonderful movie. And it, you're just in this confined area. You're in a bubble. And you go crazy after a while. And that's just a movie. This is real life where... And now the next round, when, you know, these teams get eliminated, you're going to be able to bring in family members that will improve people's uh, quality of life in there. But there is a really big concern here of where is everybody with everything that's going on? You're dealing with your family. uh, It could be your parents, uh, your children, school getting ready to start. And you're in the bubble, social issues, the pressure on you and the walls are closing in. And the players, as I told you yesterday, my source said, they want to know what the owners are going to do. Tell us what you want to do, what you're willing to do, when can you do it? And LeBron was frustrated uh, from what I read with Chris Haynes' report that is anything happening soon enough, quick enough? And that's a big concern. Yes, Todd? Didn't the players kind of put themselves in a no-win situation? Because you can say, okay, so you took three days off, what did that accomplish? But then if you don't play, then it's like, why aren't you playing? It's like no matter what they do, by having this boycott, it seems like for the average fan, they can't win whether they continue playing or not. Well, I think what they were trying to do is bring more attention back on this. Because I said this yesterday, and I didn't mean to be callous. I just said I can tune into a game now, and I don't see the Black Lives Matter or the names on the jersey as prominently as I did when we first started because you get accustomed to this. It's like when you watch advertisements at a basketball game or a soccer match. Like eventually you just... It blends in. And I think the players thought that maybe 
this was being taken for granted. Now, these are my words, not theirs. But just the impression I got from my source is it kind of needed to hit the reset button just to say, hey, we need this is serious. We need change. This is what we're willing to do. But I'll go back to what is the end game of taking two or three days off. That's what I think people are waiting to see, waiting to hear. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. And thank you for your patience yesterday. You know, these aren't comfortable things to talk about, but, you know, so what? I mean, I, I would love to be talking about college football this weekend or the NFL or baseball, but these are things, when they do come up, I feel like they need to be discussed. And, it, you know, it's sensitive. Uh, you know, looking at some of the email yesterday, people calling up Marvin and some of the things they had to say, you know, it's, it's, this is rough stuff. But all I'm asking is you be respectful. I'm going to be respectful of you. You be respectful of us. And Marvin should not hear some of the things he hears when you call up. Okay? And the emails, come on. We're better than this. If you want to have a discussion, we can have a discussion. But stay on topic with this. That's all. That's all I've asked. Don't be, oh, well, what about this? Because, no, just straight ahead. What we deal with is right here. I don't want to bring in other topics. I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm trying to be educated and educate you as well. We're trying to learn this together. I don't have all the answers, but just be respectful, okay? I don't think I ask much, but just be respectful. You got a point? You want to make it? I think it's a valid one. I'll be more than happy to hear it or read it. All right, so we'll come up with a poll question, and uh, we got a stat of the day, play of the day coming up. We'll go inside the bubble with Chris Haynes. Uh, that'll be coming up next hour. Also, North Dakota State is going to play one football game and basically one football game to showcase their quarterback, Trey Lance. We're going to talk to North, North Dakota State's head coach in the final hour of the show that why just one game? Can't they schedule another game? Yeah, Paul. Is it my birthday? It's like FCS day around here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You do love some FCS. Oh, you mentioned Rush and Walter Payton already and FCS football? Yes, McLevin. I don't think Trey Lance should play. He's hot right now because he's so unknown. Well, wait, you can't have a game that you're scheduling for him, basically a pro day, and then he doesn't play. But he shouldn't. What if he plays bad? I know. We talked about this the other day. Like, it's so much pressure on this one silly game. I agree. Yes, Eden. It does seem like there's a lot more downside to the one game yep. than upside. And plus... You're going to go, okay, It's not, they were supposed to be playing Oregon this weekend, I think. That's a showcase game, but Oregon's not playing football. But now you're going to play one game in October against Central Arkansas. I, I don't know if that's going to sway. And I, I, I asked my uh, source who's a scout, and I said, is that going to sway you in any way? And he goes, no, but a pro day is in the combine is what they want to see. Just playing one game at home against Central Arkansas doesn't, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, doesn't make you a first-round draft pick. He already has a pretty good head start of being a top 15 player, maybe 10. But we don't know that much about him. Yeah, McLevin. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, before... Carson Wentz, would this have even be possible? An FCS quarterback being a first-round pick, playing Central Arkansas? None of that ever. I know Flacco. Flacco was, was. But that was. But he got kicked out of or left Pittsburgh. I mean, he was a big-time recruit. Well, North Dakota State gets quality athletes. They've never had a pro quarterback before no. Carson Wentz. No. Well, they no. They got uh, 
Easton Stick. Oh, is, Easton Stick. Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 got they're two when they're dual threat quarterbacks here. But it is unusual. They're really if you look at the history, it's a big jump. It is. But I, I think with what we're looking for in college football, you're you're finding these athletes who are playing at other schools, and you know you don't have to go to Michigan or Ohio State or you know Alabama because we're able to find them. Yeah, Paul. Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, Steve McNair, Doug Williams, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ken O'Brien. It's not that rare for a, a FCS quarterback to jump out of nowhere. Ken O'Brien, that was 40 years ago. Steve McNair was 30 years ago. What, 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 well, Jimmy Garoppolo was not that long ago, and Romo was not that long ago. I'm not saying it happens every single day, but it's not. Uh, with what North Dakota State, the Bison, are doing, it's, they're, they're a hotbed. You, you guys can discuss this during the break. Let me take a break here. Oh, it, it's sponsored, the 1AA debate. No, 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 no. I'm not going to embrace debate. <laughs> At least not right now. I'm gonna take a break here. Twenty after it's a Friday. It's a Friday. I gotta have a little fun today. We've gotta lighten the mood a little bit today. Uh we'll take a break. Twenty after the hour. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern or six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, Health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes, not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. And just to recap a little bit from what my source told me, and this is the source who uh, represents some players in the bubble, said to me the uh, previous night, that this is a hot burner, that this is bleeping hot right now. Front burner, this is bleeping hot, was his uh, quote to me. Because I wondered what was going on. It felt like there was something that was going to explode. And that's what he said when we first started talking. And then I talked to him yesterday afternoon, and I said, so what, what is the end result? He goes, well, the end game is what you need to mention to your audience. The players just want to know, okay, we did this. Now what's it mean? And we'll talk to Chris Haynes about it. And from what I was told also in that conversation, this is not about now. This is about five years, 10, 15, 20 years. This is about the next generation coming into the NBA. That's how important it is. The players feel like we have this opportunity, seize the moment here. And they really debated if you do walk out of the bubble, then what do you accomplish? If you stay in the bubble, what do you accomplish? You took three days off with no basketball and you boycott. What did you accomplish? These are the questions that some of these players are still trying to find answers to. I just saw this from Jim Trotter, covers the NFL. NFL owners should be careful. A few prominent black players are telling me they want to sit out a game to make their feelings felt in forced change slash action. They're tired, frustrated, and emotional. It's only a few at this point, but sparks become flames and flames become infernos. That's uh, Jim Trotter. Also saw this. Roughly 100 NBA employees, according to Malika Andrews from the Mothership. These employees based in New York are on strike today in solidarity with the NBA and WNBA players pushing for social justice. They will be spending the day calling elected officials. It's fluid. It's right in front of us here. And we're not going to have basketball today. It looks like we'll have basketball coming up tomorrow. We are less than two weeks away from the start of the NFL season. And now these NFL players, as Jim Trotter is pointing out, it's almost like you're handing a baton to somebody. 
Okay? You did it. Then you hand the baton off to somebody else. Maybe it's another sport. Maybe it's the NHL. Maybe it's MLS. Maybe it's baseball. You're handing the baton off, and the baton is going to get handed off to the NFL soon. If we had a season already started, I'm going to guess you would have players who were going to boycott or sit out a game. We're two weeks away, less than two weeks away, and I think this is where coaches, it is really important in the message that you discuss, you talk about. What do you want to do? How do you want to do it? What do you want to say? And Bruce Arians basically said to his team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, don't just protest. Get out there and do things. Let's do things. It's not just you're going to protest something or say something. Go out there and do things. That's the really important part here. But that's Bruce's take on his directive with his team. Uh, I saw where Saquon Barkley is uh, at least discussing or thought about sitting out a game. These are things that are going to happen over the next two weeks. And then once the season starts as well. So Jim Trotter with uh, that piece of information that some prominent black players are telling him that they want to sit out a game to make their feelings felt. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. You still have a chance for the next great podcast. We have now close to 1,200 entries here. It, totally blowing away what we thought we were going to get. But I'm happy that you get an opportunity to at least submit your idea for a podcast. Whatever it is. Doesn't have to be sports. In fact, I'd prefer it wasn't sports. I'm interested in so many things here. And judging from how many entries, the different entries from all over the world. Uh, we got two from New Zealand yesterday. Uh, we got one from Russia as well. Next great podcast. And uh, we're going to select 10 semifinalists. You get $1,000 producing a pilot episode. And then we'll vote on it. People uh, who listen to iHeartRadio, they're going to vote and decide who I'm going into business with. We will produce a podcast together. Full question, McLovin, what do you have for me today? So I actually put up which QB storyline are you most excited about for the NFL? Because all the ones we were talking about were basically quarterbacks. Tom Brady in Tampa Bay is running away with it. But guess what's second? The other choices are Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, or Joe Burrow. I'm going to guess the Cowboys. No, it, it's Joe Burrow. Okay. I have not. Wait, why are people excited for... 3-13 and 13 to see if Burrow's good enough to hold off uh, Trevor Lawrence. Is that what I just think, I'm curious to see if Joe Burrow is good. How are you going to tell in Cincinnati? Their whole O-line will be injured by week four, and A.J. Green is going to be out by the end of this, this segment. Sorry, I have, I have some feelings about the Bengals. No, I know, but it's because they turned their back on Andy Dalton, so you have to stop that. But also, do they, they traditionally do have injury problems, and they're already having injury problems. Yeah. It's hard to, that's what I'm saying, it's hard to evaluate Burrow because the team is young and rebuilding. I, I go back to what I said. I don't know how good Tua is because if you're the quarterback at Alabama, I got two wide receivers who went in the first round and two more wide receivers going into the first round next year's draft. I got all these offensive linemen. I mean, I, I have everything that I need there to be great. Now when I extract you from Alabama and put you in with Miami or Joe Burrow, that LSU team, skill position, wide receivers, as good as I've ever seen in college football. And you, you've got a great offensive coordinator who's now with Carolina. And I don't know how good Joe Burrow is because the previous year, he was okay. And then he became the number one pick in the draft. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. 
So yeah, that's a big storyline, I think. Yeah, Paul. Going back to the poll, I think everyone jumps on watching rookie quarterbacks in September because you're not going to see them play in January. You're not going to see them play in, you know, deep in the playoffs. I remember a bunch of years ago, I think there was the debut is Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston, yeah. and they played each other on the first game. I was watching that way over big-time teams. Yeah, and I was really interested in that because you want to see, okay, Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, let me see how they play. And, and you're normally going to, usually going to a bad team. And that's where you just want to see sort of signs that you're a leader. Uh, hey, you're going to get knocked, at, back, knocked down and get back up. I mean, Joe Burrow had the greatest college football season a quarterback has ever had. And he was going against great competition, high-level competition. And he produced in the clutch. Now you go to the Bengals, and you're going to a team. And the reason why you're going there is because they're not good. And now it starts. Let's see what you can do and how long it takes for that turnaround, if you're able to do that. It's just like Baker Mayfield. They were on the cusp of doing something pretty spectacular, I thought. And he played really well that first year. And then he had the dip. Now I look at it basically like this. He's having a rookie, another rookie season because I don't know what to expect out of Baker Mayfield. I expect them to make the playoffs. Yeah, McLovin. I think you could say that for a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, Justin Fields had historically one of the greatest. He was 41-3 and three last year. Like, yeah. All these guys have these great big numbers. It's, I find it really hard to figure out what does that mean anymore. Well... Until we allow defenses to catch up, we're going to continue to have this. But that's why you have this proliferation of offense. You know, we're, all sports are trying to get more offense. Now, the NBA, can't put my hand on you. Everybody's shooting threes. Everybody, you know, stars get to the free throw line. The NFL, you know, I can't do anything as a defensive back. I'm really, really, really limited there. And if you're going to have these offense, and an offense is usually ahead of the defense. I mean, it's rare when you have a defense, you know, Seattle's Legion of Boom or the Ravens with Ray Lewis. Uh, you know, you get one of those great defenses. I mean, even the Niners last year, that was a great defense. And you can only hold down Patrick Mahomes for so long, and they did their best. And then they gave up the big play to Tyreek Hill, and then they ended up losing the Super Bowl because of that, among other things. Yeah, Paul. All right, this is for the room. Week one, worst game that if you – the game you least want to watch – Jets, Bills. Ooh, man. Bills are fun. All right. Bears, Lions. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> chew on that. Uh, Raiders, Panthers. Is that saucy? Yeah. Colts, Jaguars. Phil River. That's tough, too. I'm trying to sell. That's tough. I, I can't watch the Bears and the Lions. I, I can't. I have to. I, but I can't. Yeah. I can't. Titans, Broncos? Titans are good. Oh, yeah. Uh? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I got to see if Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry can make magic, if Drew Locke is going to be great. No, Todd, just because it's the Broncos, you don't get to talk. What else, Paulie? Those are the bad ones. All right. Um, I also saw this story. Nebraska players are suing the Big Ten. They want to play. And there's a, a key item in here that people should hear about. What is going on? The players argue that the Big Ten Council presidents and chancellors failed to actually vote on cancellation of the fall 2020 season in violation of bylaws that require at least 60% of the council to approve that decision. They had an informal vote. And that's why I came in and told you what that vote was. It was 12-2 with Nebraska and Iowa, their president saying they wanted to apply. 
Now, the players also claim the Big Ten relied on a study of potential COVID-19 health effects on patients who are, quote, much older than college football players and not in similar physical condition to them. The players likewise tout the notion that a college football environment is, quote, safer for the athletes than an environment where college football isn't being played. And I think you can make that case there. And I've made that case. But I don't know if you can get an injunction here. But this does come down to, I don't know if the Big Ten explored everything they needed to explore. I know the Pac-12 was going to be the first conference to shut down, and they were relying on the Big Ten to join them, and that's what happened. But I thought the Big Ten, if I have football in Ohio, so I have high school football in Ohio, and the Bengals and the Browns are playing, I have the University of Cincinnati playing football but I don't have Ohio State playing. I, I just have questions, and I don't know if there are people in the Big Ten who have answers. And I understand the frustration, because these players are looking around and saying, wait a minute, they're playing, and they're playing. Can I even transfer to another school? I like how Lane Kiffin came out and said, hey, I think these players should be able to transfer. Right, Lane, if Lane was at USC and these players didn't get to play and they were like, oh, we're leaving, he'd be like, oh, you can't leave. That scholarship is binding. Surprised Lane Kiffin didn't name players that he wanted to transfer. Justin Fields should be able to transfer to Mississippi State. Just saying. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Thank you, Lane. Uh, a couple of phone calls here, and then we'll talk to Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports. We have the Traeger fired up. We're having a clam bake today. We've never done this on the Traeger. But Alan, who is our IT guy and chef, he said, uh, we're going to have a clam bake. And uh, I said, all right. So I went out and uh, I, of course, inspected, as I always do every uh, Friday, and wanted to make sure that it was going to be cooked on a Traeger because I said, that's the key. You know, cause We can't say, hey, we had a clam bake and we didn't cook it on the Traeger. He goes, it's going to be cooked on the Traeger. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that for the Danettes for this uh, meat Friday. I don't even know what's in a clam bake other than there's clams that are baking. Sausage, corn, potatoes, sometimes onions. Lobster? Um, yeah, more like uh, shellfish. Yeah, some, some, there might be some lobster. I think we have shrimp, mussels. Mm. So a, old, a lot of Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay. Oh, that's the, are those the leaves? No, it, Old Bay is. I think it's out of Baltimore, out of Maryland. It's a uh, seasoning. It's fantastic. But there are bay leaves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is that the one that can kill you? Like, is, is old, there technically just to be safe for old people who love Old Bay? Old Bay cannot kill you. No, the leaf. Oh. Have you ever had a dish where somebody said, "Oh, don't. Oh, you might find this in there, but don't eat it. It could kill you." Like poinsettia. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. I, Mountain Dew. Maybe somebody was trying to poison me. I don't know. Hey, don't eat that. It'll kill you. Hmm. But I, I thought there was like a bay leaf or something that you can't eat it or you shouldn't eat it or it could harm you. Yes, McClellan. Are we going to pull out a guitar, go full clam bake? Are we doing this the right way? Like, is this going to be... Like on the, on beach? the beach, a like bonfire? Gidget? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Beach Boys. Maybe we get the Beach Boys. Yeah, Seton, do you have... Uh... This says, uh, not true. Bay leaves may be eaten without toxic effect. However, they remain unpleasantly stiff even after a thorough cooking. And if swallowed whole or in large pieces, they may pose a risk of harming the digestive tract or cause choking. There you go. Unpleasantly stiff is yeah. the Todd Fritz documentary. <laughs> <I think. laughs> 
<laughs> I, think, I saw it. I, I think I've that, seen That wasn't supposed to be announced in a press release for at least a few weeks. Unpleasantly stiff. And the digestive tract, the whole thing yeah. there. It's not a long documentary. Oh, dear. Or is it Pink Floyd album? Unpleasantly <laughs> stiff? Unpleasantly stiff. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a band? Ladies and gentlemen, unpleasantly stiff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a couple of phone calls here. Eric. Eric. And loose. It's Friday. Eric in California. Hi, Eric. What do you have for me today? DP. Hey. How you doing, sir? Good, 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 good. 63185. Um, just a couple things about this NBA situation. Um, I, I, I'm all for change. I'm all for, um, you know, the fight against racism. I, I think that's a noble cause, and I think it's definitely needed, but where where I struggle with it, Dan, is I feel like there's a shared responsibility in a lot of these police br- brutality cases. Um, the victims are typically, you know, resisting arrest and, you know, they're convicted felons sometimes. And does that mean that they deserve to be shot? Absolutely not. Um, but I, I just I, I I hate hearing and I don't like hearing um you know, the, us paint these pictures of these, you know, angels and their complete innocence and they're being victimized. It's, it's, there's a, it's a two-way street, you know. When, when you get pulled over by a cop, you listen and you do what they're saying, right? And a lot of times these guys are under the influence and there's other factors. I, I don't want to break down these individual cases and I don't want to have a blanket statement here, Eric, that everybody's under the influence here. I would just hope that you could subdue somebody without shooting them seven times in the back. Any person. And I thought of my late great friend, John Saunders. I loved him dearly because John, he was no nonsense, former hockey player, worked with him at the mothership. And I remember we were sitting around one night and having a couple of beers. And John said, you know, I better get on the road here because he drove a red Porsche. And uh, he said, because I... You know, I I get pulled over occasionally. And I said, you've only had two beers. He goes, oh, no, that's not it. It's it's a DWB. And I said, DW driving. He goes, driving while black. And I had it's probably 25 years ago. That was the first time I heard it. He goes, yeah, I have a nice car and I get pulled over. And then we had a a director and he drove a BMW and he's African-American. And he said, yeah, DWB. And he lived in the same neighborhood I did. And, and, you know, so we're driving, we would be driving the same, you know, both driving nice cars, DWB. But I'm not here to break down these things. I told you that I would talk about when sports intersected with what was going on in society or something that was real and affected what was going on in sports. But I'm not here looking at every individual case. And just, I promised you I would not do that. But I just give you my thoughts on this, my experiences with this, talking to people about this. You make up your mind or you've already made up your mind. But I would just hope if somebody even is resisting arrest, that I could somehow subdue them without shooting them seven times. That's it. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. 
Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains.
anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. This is the last show that we'll have on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Before we officially moved to Peacock, it was a soft launch is what they like to say this week and gave you the opportunity to make that transition from YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show over to Peacock starting on Monday. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at DP Show. We bring in Chris Haynes, who's done a great job the last 48 hours. He's been the MVP of the bubble. He's like the T.J. Warren of reporters down there. Chris Haynes, the host of... Uh, Post up with Chris Haynes, a podcast and a TNT courtside reporter, Yahoo Sports NBA insider back on the program. Where do things stand today as we speak right now at 1025 Eastern, Chris? Well, there are, there are practices today. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the first time since what? Since Tuesday or Wednesday morning, the guy. If um, teams had early practices, so uh, it's a full slate of practices today. So we'll get a chance to hear some uh, from some of the players and kind of get their perspective, you know, personally on you know what it's been like for them over the last 48, 72 hours. Well, as the headline of your latest column said, "Inside the emotional 48 hours that saved the NBA's bubble." How close were we to shutting this down? Look, I think uh, LeBron James was was very pivotal uh, in how this all happened. It, you know, I have to I have to commend Chris Paul, the president of the Players Association, um, the VP Andre Iguodala, um, CJ McCollum on the executive committee. Like those guys did a tremendous job in working all hours of the day, um, not getting much sleep over these last few days and just trying to talk with everybody. There was multiple meetings had. There were small meetings. There were big meetings. Um, just trying to figure out a way how everybody can find some common ground. There was a lot of emotions, man. It's DP, I'm, I'm going to say this. And so I know a lot of times the the player the player contingent side gets a, gets a bad rap, it's specifically when they're going up against the ownership group. But, I, you know, you want got to remind folks that you know, the ownership group is only 30 of them, opposed to 450 players. The ownership group are a bunch of established, um, successful people in the business field, um, mature individuals, where where the players mostly are young, just came into money, learning on the fly what it is to be a man, what it is to be a professional. So whenever you get a large group of guys in the one room or one call, there's going to be differences of opinions. There's going to be egos class. And Chris Paul does a great job of just trying to manage all that. And so, you know, these last couple of days, you know, let's, let's start with LeBron James. You know, Wednesday, you know, initially, you know, sources told me, you know, he let it be known. The Lakers are out. And he walked out the um, walked out the meeting. Um, Udonis Haslam of the Heat kind of pressed him, was like, what are you going to do? What's going on? He, he walked out. 
the Lakers followed, the Clippers followed soon after. They they voted as well to boycott it, and, and um, things changed. LeBron James' position changed over the next day, and, and I please urge people to go read it. You know, get more in depth on on Yahoo Sports, uh, read the report, and trying to get. Uh, I, I wish I could tell you everything, but I know time is condensed. But a, a lot happened in these last 48, 72 hours to get us to this point. But this is what I was told yesterday, and that is, what is the end game? A source said that that was a concern with the players. All right, we're going to boycott, and we're going to boycott for three days. So what, what do we want? Um, what is going to happen that is going to bring us back? So how would you answer that? Well, this is what I would say. So, and I'm not to trying to take anything away from the player's narrative, but, you know, we talk about a boycott. Well, let's say, let's start with this. The Bucks, they just intended to forfeit. You know, the, the latest the latest shooting that happened in their backyard, right, this was personal for them. They just intended to forfeit. You know, they, it wasn't this whole boycott. This wasn't an organized thing by the players. Everyone was caught off guard if you wasn't a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. So once the Bucks did this, it made it kind of impossible for, you know, the rest of the teams to – to play the game, you know, it just wouldn't have looked right, and so that was the that was the problem for LeBron and many others. Is that the Bucks did this, but now everybody is in this situation where we're sitting out. So now, what's the end game? That was LeBron's frustration. That was part of the reason why he walked out of the meeting as well. It was like we're doing this. You you forced us to sit. Right, this wasn't organized by everybody. Everybody wasn't on one accord. We wasn't informed about this, and so now we're in this place. Now what? What is the end game? What are we asking for? What are we demanding? So that was his issue. That was some of the um, issues, you know, everybody else. And then you have Udonis Haslam, you know, he, he kind of questioned, you know, George Hill and you know other players who felt like them saying like, because George Hill, the Bucks, you know, he was kind of one that orchestrated for the Bucks to, to sit that game out. And he was like, who, who are we as veterans to tell everybody that it's in our best interest to leave Orlando? All the, all the youngsters that's in this league and playing, they're not financially secure to go through with a drastic move and leave this bubble and leave money on the table. So that is very selfish of, of us to, to try to make everybody go out there and do this. So there was different ways, different varies of opinions and um, feelings and emotions. Emotions were high because, you know, this had just happened. You know, all these boycotts, well, boycotts, these not playing of games had just happened, and there was a meeting just hours later. So it was just raw emotions and tension, you know, to add on with players frustrated and feeling guilt for playing, um, considering what's going on, you know, within the black community. And so, you know, it, it was just a lot of things to, to unpack. Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports joining us. Uh, Michael Jordan's role in getting basketball back in the bubble was what? He basically was um, just being the voice of the players and trying to um, convey to the owners, you know, how serious this is, what this means uh, to the players. And, you know, LeBron James was very vocal on that call uh, with, with the owners and telling them, like, more needs to be done. Uh, we, we need you. We need resources. Um cemented within the black community. We need you to to use your influence and your power to affect change and legis you know, legislate legislative system and um, you know, with laws. And so, you know, he he left this is what I was told. I was told that LeBron left the call with the owners feeling like progress was made. And after that, that's when he started really to feel comfortable 
about return to play because that was all LeBron wanted was that if we're doing this, if we're all forced to sit now, which this is what we have to do, what is the end game? What are we demanding change of? And he felt like progress was made. But, you know, in fairness to the owners, they they have been, I think, accommodating with a lot of the requests with Black Lives Matter on the court, with uh, the names, uh, whatever you wanted to put uh, on the jerseys, how much money that they have uh, put up, I think $300 million, um, which is a start here. That That's what I didn't understand with the I, I don't know if there's mixed messages with why they boycotted. And that's what I was told yesterday. Are they trying to bring more attention back into the bubble? Because it felt like, and I said this yesterday, we, I don't see Black Lives Matter on the floor like I did when we first started. It's almost like advertising in a baseball game, like Citibank is in the back, or even what's on your jersey. And I was told, you know, these players feel like we can't get out of the bubble. So while we're in the bubble, we want to make sure that we get it's refocused on what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish here. Do you follow that sentiment here? Well, I'll say this, DP. So when you're talking about um, players boycotting, I think we need to kind of change that narrative. You know, a boycott is an organized position. They they were forced into this. So I I don't even want to – I have a problem really calling a boycott. This was something they were forced into. So now that they're in this position, um, they felt like they had to ask for something. They had to demand something. So you know that that's 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 kind of the, that's kind of the real view of of how it's shaped up. And then I would say this, DP. Not you know not every owner uh, wanted to have Black Lives Matter, you know, on the court. Yeah. Not every owner wanted the whole bubble of people to be. Um, you know, wearing T-shirts to say Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's to the point, DP, where you know the Black Lives Matter is is a it's, it's become a fashion statement because you know I'm walking around here and I remember three months ago Black Lives Matter wasn't viewed as a as a positive uh, gesture, and, and now everybody is wearing it. Like and so, um, you know, and I think players see that and they understand that okay, you're, you're, you maybe put money. To something, but owners have your views changed, have your thoughts changed about what we're dealing with in society, and and uh, I just felt they, they, I felt the players, you know, took this time. They felt like it was a time to ask for something, um, ask for something to get something in return. Because if they went back and played DP, you know, is it really a boycott? What is that doing? You're you're sitting out a game, and like I said, I don't, I'm not even comfortable calling it a boycott considering how the, the way, you know, everything happened initially. Players upset with George Hill for starting this, you know, convincing his teammates to basically forfeit a game against Orlando? Well, yeah, they, they you know, they, they there's, a, there's a bunch of players who felt like he wasn't speaking for everybody or wasn't thinking for all. Um, you know, that's the point Udonis Haslam made. Is that you know when you're when you're here trying to tell everybody to leave, you know everybody's not financially secure to do that, and that's one of the um, emphasis that Michelle Roberts, executive of Players Union, and Andre Iguodala, you know that's one thing they harped on is that you know you know informing them of the ramifications of leaving, what that can do. The CBA will likely be torn up by the by the owners, and it'll put them in a worse situation financially 
down the road in the next CBA. So all those things had to be weighed. And a lot, and a, and a lot of this is a sentiment from a lot of players for not leaving the bubble because they felt like if we leave the bubble, we're losing money. Now, if we want to give back to our communities, you know, invest back into communities, put money back into the communities, how does that bode, how does leaving the bubble and losing money bode well for that? Yeah. Like we 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 have an opportunity to stay here, raise awareness, continue to get paid, and to be able to enact change financially and to give back. So that that was that was a sentiment from a lot of players. We playing basketball Saturday. Yeah, I believe we're playing basketball Saturday. I see it. Uh, we we should have a, a firm firm statement from the league today on that. Good stuff, Chris. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it as always. Have a good weekend. Take care, DP. That's Chris Haynes. That's a tired reporter right there. You can hear it. TNT courtside reporter, and of course, Yahoo Sports NBA insider host of Post It Up with Chris Haynes, his podcast there. Yep. So they come back on Saturday, it looks like. And I don't know if they come back unified, but I think the Bucks catching everybody off guard. Boy, that was a that was a bone of contention because now you basically say to everybody else, you got to boycott a show of solidarity. You can't go in the bubble and have a, a show of solidarity in the bubble. And then this happens. And then just the Bucks are the ones who want to forfeit. And, and I was the one that was informed that the players wanted to call it a boycott. And Chris was saying you can't call it a boycott because the other teams didn't want to boycott. All right, uh, uh, Damon in Ohio joins us. Hey, Damon, what do you have for me today? How you doing, DP? Good, sir. Hey, I just I love what y'all do, and I, I I listen to y'all every day. And the thing is, um, with this uh, boycott, protest, whatever it is, in regards to that, it brings light to everything that's going on. And some of the some of the things some of the things that is transparent or not transparent is bringing it to light is giving it a beacon of light. Well, hopefully that's what you know we're trying to do. But this is this is a learning process for all of us. And I think you're seeing that even with these players. These are young players. Now, not everybody's 35, 36, like LeBron. You got young players. And having them see the big picture. And what is the big picture for them? Now in the bubble and when they get out of the bubble. Uh, roughly 100 NBA employers, uh, employees based in New York are on strike today in solidarity with the NBA, WNBA, the players pushing for social justice. They, uh, according to Malika Andrews of ESPN, they will spend the day calling elected officials. Um, and I, I throw this back out there for you just to be aware of. Jim Trotter, great reporter covering the NFL. NFL owners should be careful. A few prominent black players are telling me that they want to sit out a game to make their feelings felt and force change slash action. They are tired, frustrated, and emotional. It's only a few at this point, but sparks become flames. Flames become infernos. And I'll go back to what I said about this situation. What happens with this boycott, protest, show of solidarity is 
the WNBA has really been at the forefront of all of this. And then you're going to pass the baton to the NBA. Then it could be MLS. Then it could be baseball. Then it could be the NHL. Well, next on the uh, relay team is going to be the NFL. In less than two weeks, we're going to be playing football. And these players are going to have pressure to do something. And you have to understand that. And it shouldn't just be pressure on the black players, but it will be, as Jim Trotter is pointing out, a few prominent black players that they want to sit out a game. Not they're thinking about, they want to. I don't know what kind of groundswell you're going to have, but I do think in two weeks from now, this could be the conversation as we start the NFL season. Yeah, Paul. And if you're Roger Goodell, you've done everything in the past five months to not alter your schedule. The draft, even though it was different, it was on time, on schedule. The NFL season, as of this morning, is on schedule. There's not been one change except for removing preseason. He's in a dicey position to negotiate this. Well, you still have owners who haven't decided what they're going to allow their players to do. You know, Jerry Jones. Um, some of these owners are going to be okay with some kind of show of solidarity or protest prior to the start of the game, the anthem. Others, players don't even know if they're able to. And this is a commissioner who's kind of flip-flopped on this whole issue the last four years with Kaepernick, with the anthem. Um, you know, he's trying to have be a revisionist historian here, going back and, hey, we should have listened. or no, You're still not listening, at least in my opinion. But uh, I, th- I think we're headed towards something here in the NFL in the next two weeks. Just something to file away. Uh, but I think that there's going to be an inordinate amount of pressure on these players to do something. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up next. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost. Smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. We have college football this weekend. I'll be watching Saturday night. Austin P versus Central Arkansas. These are two good teams. They're ranked FCS. But when it comes to the FCS, it's North Dakota State. 16-0 last year. Beat James Madison to win the title again. And Matt Entz is their head coach who joins us this morning. Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm good, Dan. Thanks for having, having me on today. All right. Explain to me, you're playing one game this year. Now, was there any thought, any hope, any chance of playing more than one game this year? Well, originally, uh, it was our intent uh, when our conference allowed us to play three non-conference in the fall. uh, Our administration was trying to find those three games, and we probably went through six or seven options. uh, And it just became extremely difficult. As you see, our geographical location doesn't allow for many road or just bus trips uh, to play people. And so uh, we were fortunate to come up with the one game. Uh, you know, I know you mentioned it 16-0 and last year, but uh, the one thing about NDSC, we got great tradition, great history. Uh, we play football here, and so we needed to have at least one game this fall. Any Division One teams? I know you were slated to open up with Oregon, I believe, but any? have you heard from any other schools that want to schedule you? 
not at this time. Uh, we have we, we there was always conversation. Uh, there was what ifs, uh, but we never had anything really uh, in stone uh, leading up to this game against Central Arkansas. What does playing one game allow you to do as a coach? Well, what it's going to allow us to do here moving forward is we're going to get six weeks of 20-hour rule. Uh, that's going to enable us to continue to coach our kids, practice on the field, uh, get our young kids indoctrinated into what it takes to be a bison. Uh, and, and more importantly, it's going to help us prepare for our eight-game season that we intend to have in the spring. All right, you're going to play this game on October 3rd at home against Central Arkansas. Correct. All right. Uh, so you'll be watching that game on Saturday night with Austin P and Central. Oh, for sure, definitely. Uh, we'll be watching. Okay. A lot. Uh, what came out about the you're going to play one game is that Trey Lance is your star quarterback. He uh, threw, what, 28 touchdowns, no interceptions last year, and is moving up the uh, the draft boards here. How important is this? Is this a showcase game for Trey Lance, in your opinion? It, it's funny you bring that up. We just had a team meeting yesterday, and we talked about the exact same conversation our local media national media uh have talked about they've used the word showcase often uh uh, i told our players this game is not about one player or or one individual Uh, our program's bigger than me it's bigger than any one individual on our football team Uh, this is about the bison and it's about the bison trying to continue the tradition we've had uh the level of excellence that we've tried to play with over the course of the last 10 years uh, we're, we're trying to find ways to continue to get better. And it happens that we have a couple really good football players along the way, um, but they're just parts of, of, of the program. We're going to move forward trying to win this game and, and get better along the way. Yeah, but there's a lot at stake, it feels like, if, if it is framed as showcasing Trey Lance, if he doesn't play well, that, that could have an, an impact. Even if he does play well, people are probably going to say, well, it was against Central Arkansas at home. So I... I didn't know if it was in your mind going to be. I, it felt like people are overthinking this to say they're basically having a pro day for Trey Lance against Central Arkansas in October. No, I, that that was never our intent. Our intent was to have a game where we could get the entire football team ready to play a game in October. If I had not seen Trey Lance play, how would you describe him? Unbelievably. Calm, poised football player, uh, has, has great mobility, uh, has an unbelievably strong arm, can make all the throws on the football field. Uh, you know, and his biggest factor or the biggest positive uh, is above the shoulders. He's an extremely intelligent young man, uh, has a lot of room to continue to grow and develop and learn. Uh, but where he's at right now is, is very impressive as a, as a 20-year-old college quarterback. Did any division team, Division one team, try to get him to transfer? Not that I'm aware of. Now, uh, Dan, as you know, there's a there's a lot of bat phones. There's a lot of DMs that probably <laughs> happen that the that the head coach never gets a gets a chance to hear about. But um, that that is always a concern at our, at our institution because of the quality of, of athletes we have and the development that we put into our kids. What do you think he does better than Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields? He, he's the best Trey Lance that I know. Uh, I'm not in. I'm not here to compare to other quarterbacks. I know that uh, he has a great skill set. Um, I know that there's a, a, a huge conversation going on right now where he fits in the NFL draft. And uh, all I know is he's our he's NDSU's first round draft pick right now. And we're going to continue to win games, and we anticipate winning games with Trey in the future. Yeah, are you going to be getting some phone calls though? There, have you already gotten phone calls on on Trey from uh, NFL we, scouts? We, uh, we have. We, we've, we've uh, and we're fortunate now at NDSU. Uh, our product on the field's been good enough that we have 
32 NFL teams come through our fall camp and through spring every year. And so uh, they've all kept track of, and of Trey, but uh, we've also uh, myself, I've reached out to probably a half dozen uh, NFL GMs and had some one-on-one conversations just where he falls, because I see it as part of my job as a head football coach, not to influence his decision, but to make sure he has, all the information necessary to make the best decision for him and his family. I got to get up to Fargo. I got to get up there to a game. Well, there's a game October 3rd. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you won. I, I, I don't know if I could get there, though, Coach. But um, if, if, I, if I hit town, where am I eating when I get to uh, Fargo? Oh, there, there's, a, there's a nice place downtown called Mezzaluna's. Uh, if you like steak, uh, there's a place in West Fargo called Maxwell's, uh, another great steak place. Um, that's one thing about Fargo. Uh, unbelievable downtown. You'd enjoy it. Dan, you would fit right in. I don't know if anyone would even recognize you. Oh, well, then I don't want to go. I need to be recognized <laughs> here, Coach. I was, I was hoping for a parade or something. Well, we, we can get that set up. <laughs> coin, there's, there, we, there's always the option of a coin toss. Oh, that I, I would be there to do the one with the coin well, toss? We, we, could, we could sure talk to people about okay. it. Okay. I would like to ride in on a bison, though. Uh, there, there's those around town as well. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What are you benching these days? I, you know, I, I, I'm probably around 300 still. Uh, okay. I still like to get in the weight room occasionally. All right. All right. All right. Throw it around with your, uh, with, with your boys in there. Well, I, I have two teenage uh, high school football players and, and they actually have their first game tonight. So, uh, during quarantine, I, I got an opportunity to lift quite a bit with my boys. It's great to see you. Thank you, and uh, good luck that game. We'll be watching, and thanks for joining us, and congrats on all the great success up there. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dan. That's uh, Matt Entz. He's North, Carol- uh, North Dakota State head coach. Yeah, they just win championships there. We go back to when Carson Wentz was there, and I remember Paulie coming in, and Paulie is great at, at singling out these quarterbacks. Like when Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin, when Jimmy Garoppolo was at Eastern Illinois, we would come in and we would just nerd out. We'd be like little, you know, giddy schoolgirls. You know, we're talking about Carson. Did you see Carson Wentz? He's so he 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 can do he do it all. He can run. He can pass. And Russell Wilson. I don't care. They say he's too short. He's not. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's really good. At, you got to watch Eastern Illinois. Like it feels like we do that every year. Then Easton Stick at North yeah. Dakota State Poly goes, Easton Stick, man, he can play. Mostly based on his name <laughs> is my know. breakdown. Had a great name, Easton Stick. Yeah, Paul. But those FCS, I still call it 1AA games, are so much fun. They play, you know, you get up there in Montana or eastern Washington, oh. and there's some weather. Maine, Black Bears, a lot of those teams, they play out, and there's not, you know, they can't clean the field perfectly on a, on a November day. And, by the way, Matt Entz, they better hold on to that guy. Yeah. They better lock him down. Yeah. Didn't they have, uh, was it Bowles who went to Colorado mm-hmm. for North Dakota State? It feels like they've had a... They'll, they'll keep going. Yeah. It's quite an atmosphere there. And that's a great home field advantage. All right, let me get a couple of phone calls in here. Nice to talk some football there with Coach. By the way, it's a meet Friday, and that means the Traegers are fired up. You can take your game day to the next level, visiting your local trailer, uh, Traeger dealer. Heading to TraegerGirls.com slash show. Todd has his bagel nightmare story. He just emailed me again that he would like to tell that story. So, Todd, walk us through your bagel nightmare story. And I will preface this by saying, should we be hearing this as we get ready for our Meat Friday clam bake? No, it's nothing gross that's okay. going to ruin your okay. appetite. It's just right. it's something that became very disappointed. Okay. About. All right. So here is Todd Fritz with his 
bagel nightmare story. Okay, I have a question first. Can I name the company or that could be a future sponsor? We should leave the company. I don't Is it necessary to name them? I don't think so. Like a bagel? Although I did send them a note yesterday com- oh, complaining uh, about the situation that uh, I'm experiencing uh, in my town. How about just a bagel chain? Yeah, that's fair. Well-known bagel chain. That's fair. How's that? Okay. Okay, so I'm going home from work Tuesday. I'm having a craving for a bagel, or in my case, a couple of bagels. So I go into the drive-thru, and I, off, I ask for, you know, an onion bagel with cream cheese. They stop me right there and saying, we don't have any onion bagels. I'm like, all right, you know, that happens. You run out of bagels sometimes. It's 2.30 in the afternoon or whatever, and it's been open since 5, 6 in the morning. You run out of certain types of bagels. So then I asked for a garlic bagel. Didn't have that either. So I was disappointed about that. Then I go to, uh, all right, then how about a sesame? And they stop me again, no sesame bagels. So kind of sarcastically, and I've been known to be a little sarcastic slash passive aggressive. Okay, why don't you tell me what bagels you do have, and uh, we, we'll go from there is what I said. I don't know if that sounded rude, but I'm 0 for 3 in the bagels that I was requesting. How did you say it, though? I said, All right, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Why don't you tell me what bagels you do have, and then we can— uh, Why don't we, we do this? Is a, That's like a jerky Not thing right. that I would I, say. I was, I was very hungry, and I was very frustrated that three bagels in a row they don't have. Okay. So I did say it a little sarcastically. Okay. 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 So then I go on to say, okay, so I'll, I'll have— Tuna on, and before I can ask for the fourth type of bagel that they may or may not have, we don't have tuna. So I was like, this is like getting ridiculous. I thought I was being, so I said in a not so nice term, it's like, all right, you got to be kidding me, right? That's, that's a little not nice to say that. Are you, like, is this a joke? Are you kidding me? I've asked for a sesame bagel. I've asked for an onion bagel. I've asked for a garlic bagel. I've asked for tuna. None of those things they have. So I'm feeling like I'm going to the pizza place and saying that they don't have a slice of pizza or something like that. So anyway, moving on. I asked for those bagels. They don't have that. So I'm like, okay, why don't you just, uh, Give me, you know, I got an egg, sausage, and cheddar on a plain bagel, and I called it quits. I go around the corner, and I said, you know, again, because I couldn't leave that alone, because I look forward to a nice onion bagel. So I said, um, what's the deal with the, you know, so you just ran out of onion bagels? and all these, Oh, not only did they run out of onion bagels, they're discontinuing making onion bagels. So I proceeded to get even more sarcastic when I found out that tuna and onion bagels are now off the menu at this bagel place. I don't know if it's just my town or the whole chain. They're shutting down. She said tuna, chicken, and onion bagels, for some reason, are not being made anymore by this bagel store. Yes, Paul. I just have a quick question to set the scene. Are you arguing with the president of the company, the ordering person that, at the headquarters? Hold on. Yeah. Or a 17-year-old high school girl is taking your That's order? That's a very good point. This was by a teenage girl, and I just was just flustered, and I didn't even care who the recipient of my wrath was and my frustration that this was going on. And I said, so what's going on? So you have ran out of onion bagels? She goes, yeah, we're not making onion bagels anymore. No tuna and no chicken. They're all gone from the menu. So sarcastically, I couldn't let it go. I said, and so that the manager who was behind her can hear me, I said, so is this like pandemic-related? What would, the, what would COVID have to do with making onion bagels or tuna? No, no, we're just uh, not having that on the, uh, on the menu anymore. And those are two things I really look forward to. A nice tuna on a bagel, an onion bagel with cream cheese, onion bagels, and tuna and chicken no longer available at this bagel place. I don't know if that lived up to the hype of the last four that That's the story? Yeah, they didn't have it. I thought they were like punking. I thought I was part of some kind of TikTok or someone was filming something that they didn't have the sesame bagel or the onion bagel or the garlic bagel. They didn't have tuna. And that they're not making onion bagels and tuna ever again. Yes. I think this is actually just a preview of Todd's new stand-up. That's essentially what going to watch him do stand-up was. And was I got exactly the, I got that the story. same amount of reaction and yeah. laughter. <laughs> no jokes, but a funny story. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a long story, and then there's no ending. It's, it, was an obs- it was an experience that I had. No, I no, no, it's sell- not. It's but not- I didn't sell it as a part of a comedy routine. I, just, I wanted to share this, and I was really upset, and I still am. I, I, the whole time I drove home, I'm looking at my facial expression in the rearview mirror because I was getting, like, lightheaded. Yes. So uh, somebody in chat room has made a wonderful... Um, observation. Brandon in Florida, 
He said, I love the places Fritzy chooses to breathe in his sentences. <laughs> <laughs> because he's just running through oh. all of these. Because I like a nice ending, big, and I'm very much looking forward to one. And that... <laughs> Paulie has to tell Todd sometimes to slow down. Like you, when you're bre- you blow right through the breathing stop signs. I ran through about four of Polly stop signs. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so. Calm down. Yeah, Todd. When you go to breakfast restaurants mid afternoon, there is a chance that they'll be out of the product. I ex- I accepted the first one, and then the second one, and then it became like four different bagels. Who they're not going to make onion bagels anymore? Isn't that a pretty popular bagel? If you're playing Family Feud and name top five bagels, it's not going to be like pumpernickel or raisin, you know, blueberry, whatever. Wouldn't onion bagel be one of the main bagels? Probably. It's like pepperoni for a. Isn't that one of the main things you would get on a slice of pizza? Pepperoni. That's how I look at onion bagels. If you're not going to get a plain bagel, is an onion bagel? Why would they stop making onion bagels? Yeah, but the girl who's working there has nothing to. Do that, with this, but, but I'm. But, I'm, but, but you yelled at her. I'm. I'm giving all these different suggestions. Can I have this bagel? No. We have this bagel. No. I have this bagel. No. But it's not her fault. I know, but I needed an explanation, and the manager was no use because she went turned to the manager and said, uh, "He wants to know if it's pan- because of the pandemic that we're not making onion bagels or tuna anymore." Who ever heard of such a thing? Why is chicken and tuna and onion bagels banned from this? Bagel place. What's that a chicken bagel? I don't know. I guess they have different meats. You can get a turkey sandwich. You can get I've never had a chicken flavored bagel. I didn't care about the chicken, but tuna and that, that hit home for me. No onion bagels ever again in this <laughs> in this bagel place. And this no, has now become my nightmare bagel. It's also a sir. small town where there's not like eleven other bagel places. Either Dunkin' Donuts or this bagel place. You're my Karen. I'm not in like in a major city. Yes, Paul. You know, Todd, <laughs> you not being able to have two salty, doughy, huge bagels best for after skipping breakfast and lunch is probably the best thing that ever happened. You're right. It's, it's carbs that I definitely don't <laughs> okay. need, and, uh, and right. I could probably okay. a gluten-free right. diet okay. with my Crohn's. McLovin, do, do you want to you enter this? Yeah, this is the worst story I've ever heard in my I entire know. life. I know. They, they, they didn't have a, an onion bagel? That's We're the dis- story? No, they're not that they ran out. They're discontinuing onion bagels. They're not making onion bagels ever again until You're further insane. notice. And they're not going to have tuna fish ever again. And it has nothing to do with COVID-19 or anything going on in the world. Yeah, they, just stopped, they just took it off the menu. Onion bagels. Do you realize this is the most engaged time. and passionate you have been? Wow, what did I weigh in on the in, Broncos in the, Titans? And in, in, in the 17 years I've known you. Onion bagel. What is in an onion bagel? Discontinued until further notice. Who comes up with such a thing? Is that what? That seems very random. You know, no more poppy seed bagels. We're gonna take <laughs> yeah. a break. No more. I don't understand how. Take to... a take a break. I know you want to take a break. Slow I don't know down. How... I know, but you can talk during the break. I have. I, I can't I, I punish this audience any more than I get already... cravings for an onion bagel with cream cheese. That that's off the that's off the plate now. It's off I'm the sorry. Menu. I might be on an island, but I loved that story. I loved it. It's fantastic. I, on loved, Friday. I absolutely loved yeah. everything Todd just said. It's continuing that's, the bagel. Not that we're great. out of onion bagels. <laughs> we're not making them ever again. An onion bagel. Okay. Good no to, longer on the menu. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Not COVID. Be back bagels. after this. Onion bagel. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. 
That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. During the commercial break, we're trying to wrap our head around Todd's story, his uh, section row bagel story. It's a true story there. That's just animated, angry, passionate as I've heard you about anything in a long time. I would think it would be about a sports topic. It is a three-hour sports show, but it was the bagel thing. But do you feel like you're in the right here? Yes. I just think it's insane. I I was fine with the fact that a couple of the bagels by 2.30 in the afternoon, after being open since 5, 6 in the morning, may have been gone. But then to find out that they're not making onion bagels anymore and that tuna is off the menu, it just put me into a bad place. And poor 18-year-old teenage girl at the drive-thru cashier area there you know i'm just going off on her and being very sarcastic and and dismissive which but, isn't cool so you're in the right you don't feel i bad. feel bad about how i tr- i spoke with my sarcasm with an 18 year old girl has no control over so you weren't in the right 
I was in the right about being disappointed that they're not going to make onion bagels and tuna anymore. But I should have asked for the manager and went off on the manager about it. Not that the manager controls the menu either. It's the head of the company because it's a chain, but whatever. There's something he said. He goes, uh, there was something about no onion bagels and no tuna and being taken off the menu. It put me in a bad place. I, said, I, went to, I, I don't want to diminish it. I went to a dark place. I kept. I was looking at myself in the rearview mirror. I was driving home because I was getting sweaty, more sweaty than I normally am, and I was getting a little pale, and I felt the blood pressure going up. I'm like, what do you mean they're not going to make an onion bagel anymore? It doesn't make sense. All right. Settle down. Doesn't make sense. All right. I gave you a meat Friday. You got uh, clam bake out there. I'm in better spirits. I got pizza out there for you. This according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. According to two college football people familiar with the Big Ten, talks have generated a new option starting a Big Ten season of at least eight games the week of Thanksgiving. They spoke on the condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the matter. The Journal Sentinel reported earlier this month league officials were working on a plan to play an eight-game season beginning in January with the games to be played in, in indoor facilities. I'll go back to what I was told, and I brought this to your attention, of letting the students be on campus until Thanksgiving and let the football team then come on in after Thanksgiving. And this is what I think some schools are going to try to pull off. Then you don't have to worry about the students. You can quarantine or bubble your football players. All the other universities you're going to be playing in the Big Ten will do the same thing, have the same guidelines, and it's the heart of winter. So trying to find indoor stadiums to play after Thanksgiving might be a little bit of a challenge. But I'm not surprised at this at all, but the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporting that, that maybe, maybe there's an eight-game season for the Big Ten. I thought that there was a solution to this. I, I, I thought that they kind of closed up shop early with the Big Ten and Pac-12. Pac-12, I was told all along, they were not playing football this fall. Big Ten, I thought there was at least a glimmer of hope. And if, I, I just can't imagine being an Ohio State fan going, wait a minute, now, we can have high school football in Ohio. The Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals are going to play. The University of Cincinnati is going to play. But the Ohio State is not going to play. But maybe, maybe, you'll see something after Thanksgiving. Uh, David in Arizona. David, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, David from Tucson, long time, first time, 5'8", hard 160. Uh, so thanks for the loot shout-out. Just wanted to call in and pay my respects to the Hall of Fame coach of the University of Arizona, Robert Luther Olson. Also got a stat of the day in honor of loot if Seton can queue up Darius Rucker. Oh, oh. okay. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that, that. stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Darius, Darius changed his voice a little there. <laughs> That's right. In 1997, University of Arizona, led by Lute Olson, became the first and only team to defeat three number one seeds in the same tournament and route to a national championship, beating Blue Bloods, Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Well done. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Well done. There, Thanks David. for the call. Okay. Enjoy right. your meat Friday. Suck it back, bro. Okay. Stat of the day. Stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. There we go. All right, there we got it in there. No onion bagels um, at Brugger's anymore. This day, 
Oh, you were supposed to mention oh. the I, I just said. I just said we weren't mentioning the bagel play. Threw, no. threw him under the bagel. <laughs> under the bagel bus. No onion bagels or tuna. Okay, the, uh, uh, Paulie, this day in sports history. Dan, it's this day in bagel history. <laughs> David Gusson of Queens we invented the everything right. bagel in 1980. He said he put poppy seeds, sesame seeds, salt, and onion. David Gusson of Queens takes credit for coming up with the bagel that included onions and no tuna. This day in bagel history. Got a chicken. Who puts chicken on their bagel? I don't care about the chicken. Onion bagel is, to me, is one of the top five popular bagels. Maybe even top three. I could be wrong. Why don't you just go to a grocery store and buy one? Because this is the place I like to go to. It has, you know, drinks and options, and it's on my way home. It's convenient, and I just don't understand. It's like not being able to put have pepperoni on your pizza. Uh, final results of the poll question, McLeod. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Which QB storyline are you most excited for? Still Brady one, Burrow two. Yeah. I th- there's a curiosity to start the season with these uh, rookie quarterbacks. Let's go around the room. What we learned on the program, toddler. Yahoo's Chris Haynes has LeBron, Chris Paul, Andre Iguodala, and CJ McCollum among those responsible for saving the season. McLovin. No other show has a lunatic like our lunatic. No, not for no. And people always go, is that an act with Todd? I go, no, it's not. Seton O'Connor. Onion bagels. Yeah. Out. Yeah. I can't get one. Brugger specifically. Um, Pauly. Section row bagel. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. You can start online. Their network of independent attorneys provide advice when you need it the most. Since LegalZoom isn't a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Safe weekend. Talk to you on Monday right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.